Welcome back, everybody. It's been a <laughs> don't laugh. I've just done an intro. I've just done an intro, and then Pike's whole equipment blew up. Anyway, it's week four. We've had a week off. My name's Corby, and I'm joined also with Papa Pike, technical issue man. What's up, dude? Hey, man. Look, it's always technical issues. You said in the last intro as well that I'm not wearing my hat. Look, the hat's got to have a break, you know. Um, but no, I'm doing really good, dude. I'm doing really good. How are you? Man, I'm I'm living the dream. Pretty good. Um, it felt weird not doing uh, any like podcast stuff last week oh, well, kind of like naked like you were busy i, I kind of was having like my week off as well so it sort of fitted the thing like i took a break off streams so that was really nice to sort of have that in between bit of love where you're like oh i'm working i'm like yeah cool you take all my responsibility for a little bit i'm gonna go vibe out um but no so we're just chilling just it was a good week honestly so it's nice to be back though so good yeah, it must feel weird. Your first stream back was last week, right? Ah, uh, yesterday. Sorry. It was yesterday, yeah. So oh, uh, it, it went really good, actually. I was really happy with it. Um, whole new format, so I won't get into it now because that's not what, what it's about. But no, I'm really happy with stream at the moment, even if it's one. I'm just, I'm going in with the hella positive mental. Um, little TLDR on that, though. I'm doing a, my YouTube series now is how to be untiltable to Diamond. I don't think oh, anyone's, God, I don't think anyone's ever done that. So no, I do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we have a decent new interviewee for us today. Um, straight out of team bliss. Uh, ben V and Max both wanted to get him on to have a chat with us. Uh, so today I can say we have Calvin. So yeah. we might just get cracking onto that interview. What do we say? Let's jump right in. Sweet One. And we're back. Welcome guys. Uh, we have Calvin with us. How are we doing Calvin? Yeah, I'm doing great. How about you guys? Yeah. Like I said, living the dream. Another day in the office. Dream. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. win as well for me, so I'm very happy. Oh, oh mate. yeah. Like, it's a good series yesterday. Yep. A lot of good games I mean, yesterday. First Panther. Game one, game one was a bit Oops. of. Yeah, I mean, um, that was the first mid lane Panther. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like for us, you know, game one, game one, it was a little bit like. Um, People were saying it's a bit like, you know, the Chief Mammoth incident you know, a couple of years back. Mm. Which is like, I, I actually flamed the boys for that afterwards. I was like, well, guys, why, why did we not, why did we not close out the game? They, just, they were just like, oh, no, we're just bad. <laughs> we're just bad. <laughs> best response from like the, one of the best teams in the region is just like, why did you close that yeah. buster? Oh, we're just shit. Like, oh, damn. Exactly. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. We'll cop that. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of crazy how you guys have grown from the rookie team straight up to be like Pike just said, one of the best teams, and we like look to you to just, oh yeah, that's that should be a win. Why aren't you winning? Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, you know coming into LCO right like last split, everyone expected us fifth, sixth, and then we ended up being second. You know that surprised everyone, and it definitely feels good. Definitely, definitely feels good because um we know where we're at like before the mm. uh, before the split even happened, we we're scrimming. I think we only lost one set of scrim. If my memory, if the memory serves me right, like we only lost one set of scrim, and that was like literally the first scrim that we, uh, that we played of, of, mm. together as a team, and we didn't lose a, a single scrim like until um like the split started, and I remember I was doing like you know my own podcast, the Alistair Show, no longer mm -hmm. the thing, with Max, like we were doing the the power rankings, right? Yeah, and 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 Max was like, hey, what's your team like? And I and I literally told him, I think we're title contenders, and he was just like, you're joking. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it seems a tiny <laughs> little bit biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, guys, I don't like Max, like I really wanted to put us like second or third, but you know what? We're just gonna follow your uh, your power ranking. We just put us third, you know, on the show if I remember correctly. It was like four. I think I put you guys fifth. I I was one of those people that doubted. Yeah, I think I put you fourth actually. 
Yeah, it'll be some somewhere around there. Like, yeah, because I was that would, that would make sense. Yeah, I, I saw this. Just you had some good players. I was just like, nah, this team's got it. Like they've got something. They're, they're top four easy, and then yeah, just took it home. O- arguably, you guys yeah. did technically come first. I would say technically, technically, like we won't get into the the overall <laughs> branching. No like thing, my yeah. my partner will fight me tooth and nail on this, so I'm going to talk on her behalf that you did technically win. I sadly am a very big Chiefs supporter, so I'm going to say soz you came second um but tell us about the lco chart i guess on top of that i want to know let's get to know you calvin tell us your beginnings yeah. where did you come from how'd you get to here how did i get to here there might be a quite a long story you know a few people might have heard of heard about it um but i started off as like a an amateur coach oh actually mm-hmm. i started off wasn't even planning to get into esports so i followed esports in 2012 all the way, you know, back in the early days of league because um, TPA, so the Taiwanese team uh, yep. won the championship mm-hmm. and that, you know, created a massive, like, um, just just like a massive news in, in, in Southeast Asia. And I started yeah, following, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was I was a student in, in Australia. I was studying in, in Melbourne back then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that was what got me into esports. I, I was playing League by then, uh, and but I, I never really had the plan to, you know, get into esports. I was, I was like, oh, esports is cool, um, and yeah, like it's something to watch, you know, when 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 I feel like it. Mm-hmm. But it was around, I think, season five, season six, 2015, 2016, around then. Uh, one of my friends actually started playing some like land tournaments, you know, grassroots amateur tournaments. Um, Rest in peace, open ladder, oceanic open ladder. If anyone, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we we're playing some uh land tournaments and they made it to finals. So my friend was like, Hey, Calvin, do you want to you know come and support us? It's it's actually a land final, and I was like, Ooh. I have no clue what that's about, like, zero clue what the hell is that's about. I have no clue what the amateur scene's like, what the grassroots scene's like. And I was like, Hell yeah, let's just go and I'll support you, and then. <laughs> Good guy, Calvin. Yeah, I mean, it was literally just a net cafe, and I'm just standing, like, standing <laughs> just next to the wall. I was just standing next to it. I was like, yeah, I guess this is where I'm standing. I'm just watching the screen. There was no fortress then. There was just nothing. There was no fortress. There was nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. It was just some random place with 10 PCs set up. Um, actually, it might not even be a net cafe now that I think about it. It's just, like, randomly, like, there's, like, 10 PCs set up. <laughs> In, inside the building, and, and it's just a tournament there. Just someone's house. And, it's just, yeah, just, home. just someone's house, really. Yeah, come on really. in, man. Just like, there's beers it, in the fridge. Like, it's like Freak's basement, really. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, so what happened was my uh, my friends, they were against, I think the team was Abyss Esports, like one of the amateur teams. If like <laughs> if someone's been following uh, Oceanic League of Legends, they, they'll probably remember Abyss Esports. It was I one do. of their like, very like, amateur teams. Um, they were in that lantern when they were in the finals. Was zero two down, and um, and I was kind of pissed. Like I was, I was watching. I was like pissed because my friends better than that. I was like, surely you're better than that. Like, and then I started like telling my friends like, why the hell did you guys do this and stuff? Like, you know what what picks and stuff? Like, why why? Um, and then they were like, all right. So what do you guys? What do you think I we should do? And they were, and then I started drafting for them that game. And then they actually end up um, reverse sweeping them. I'm sorry, but I find that it was so funny, right? You go to support your friend, and you had a Joker moment. You're just like, I hate what you're doing. I was just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is not this this is just not you, man. And then um, after that, I ended up being like an analyst on their team. 
mm-hmm. and back then it's like you know analysts or assistant coach whatever it's kind of like a bit of like a joke and like casual thingy because yeah it's like a try hard like what are you doing kind of thing it's like no no one no one's really doing anything right um in in the amateur scene in Oceania uh but yeah so I started off being an analyst there I just turned up to scrims here and there and then their coach got busy like with real life stuff Mm. so and then I eventually took over as a coach got the team into open ladder I think top four or top six don't remember it's been too it's been too many years ago um, mm. eventually got picked up by an OCS team and that's where like the whole regicide thing happened um, uh-huh. went undefeated get into OPL uh, and yeah here I am damn dude, dude. you got into I, coaching I, as a meme you literally got into coaching because <laughs> your friends were so <laughs> shit you're like you can do better check oh, no. your shit that's how you started I'm, I'm coaching glad- that's the best story <laughs> I, I'm glad my friend moved on, so he's not going to watch this podcast. He's not going to remember that dark history. <laughs> Dude, I'll just bring it up to him. It's like, you know you were so bad at the game, you made me want to be a coach. Legit, man, legit. <laughs> uh, as, like, you're moving into the, the role as head coach on Bliss now. Uh, yeah. What is, like, your day-to-day, your primary responsibilities? Like, what do you do? What's your typical day, mate? What do you do? Oh, well, the first thing I do is actually wake the boys up or make sure the boys are wake up <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah, true like, look, a few days ago was, was my birthday and like there was like, there was there was no meme so like bliss tweeted um i'm the best babysitter in oce <laughs> because that's all i do like that that is literally all i do my routine yeah. is in the morning so an hour ish before scrims i would tag everyone and be like hey guys scrim is in one hour if you're awake Please give me a respond. This, yeah, react with a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. exactly. <laughs> That's giving that is... me like World War Two flashbacks <laughs> when I was doing amateur. It's just like, are we oh. awake, guys? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the, the thing is, right? Like, OC players. I mean, it's, it's just gamers in general, right? Two PM yeah. scrims. So this is when we normally scrims two PM. That's yeah, a coin um, flip. <laughs> it's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Legit. Like, if I don't wake them up. Some of them might just sleep in for an extra hour or some, something, and, and I don't want that to happen. So an hour, an hour before scrim, I would tag everyone. Guys, give me a respond. If you're not, then I'll, I'll actually start spamming in the management. I was like, hey, Brandy, give me this guy's phone number. I need to call him. So that's, that's the first thing I do. That is literally the first thing I do. So we get into scrims, do all the post games, talk about the game and stuff. And afterwards, I usually just watch... Um, global games so like lck mm-hmm. lpl i'll go over vods and stuff and then what i do nighttime i just do whatever really so uh, my routine is basically being a babysitter i'm sick That's <laughs> I mean, and you're not yeah. wrong a good not job wrong, no how is screaming going at the start of this split oh actually pretty good um we had, we had some ups and downs actually mm. i would say that we're not as dominant as last split mm. in terms of scrims I think last split we 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 ended up being having like a almost eighty percent win rate yeah. against all the teams. Could you chalk um, that up to people are kind of like watching you now though, like they're kind of picking up on what you guys have learned slash do? Uh, I mean, some of the teams will know what we do. Like we we kind of experiment around quite a bit behind the scenes. Um, it's just to keep Raz entertained, really. Raz. Is <laughs> Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> we we had to keep him entertained, you know, to some, <laughs> some extent. Uh, but yeah, we we do experiment 
around quite a bit. We're not as dominant this split, in my opinion. Uh, we also dropped a game against Mammoth. Um, I think that was when we were slumping a little bit, to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, Scrim's doing well. I think, um, yeah, I, I think I'm looking forward to the meta shifting next patch. Like, oh, I'm so keen. You yeah, keen on this patch that we're currently in? I hate it. <sighs> it's it's not the worst patch, I would say. It's not the worst patch if only Cassante didn't exist. Oh, true. Cassante? Yeah, Static shield. 4,000 4, HP, 300 armor, yeah, 17 exactly, dashes, <laughs> 15 mana. I, I, I think I got so annoyed by this pick because for the past, what, two months-ish? Like, we've mm. just been, you know, Cassante ban, Cassante pick, Cassante ban, Cassante yeah. pick. So that's why you see, you know, yesterday we uh, we were like, guys, let's just pick Fiora into Cassante because we knew that this is, mm. we knew that this has been the counter matchup into Cassante. We've practiced it a few times and it, it works well, right? So... Yeah, Fiora's a pretty stage, rare pick on Pro. Well, it, it is because it's kind of, it's, it's a bit of a coin flip, right? Like mm. the champion is a little feast of famine. Like you really come online when you're three items-ish, something like yeah. that, right? So, you know, what happens in the first 25 minutes, right? If your team goes boom in the first 25 minutes, then you you don't you never come online. So it mm. is a little bit of coin flip. I think OC also have a tendency to play prioritize team fight over split pushing. So, yeah. yeah, team fight fun though. It makes the brain go ding. Yeah, and then and then you just go and then you just pick Sion, on Sion, on Sion, on. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, and then, and then you get all these like potato top laners. And then Olaf just thrown into the mix. Yeah, the Olaf, yeah, Olaf just, happens, right? The yeah, Olaf it's just because they're like, yeah, let's just throw some damage in there and just never die. You're like, all right, cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess that comes down to like, so what sort of strategies and like approaches do you employ to keep the team like motivated and focused throughout the split? Like you said, you're having a bit of a, uh, not as good a split as last time, but how are you stepping up this split? How was step? Um, well, I mean, in terms of focus, right? I think it's very important to just always reiterate, you know, emphasize the goal, because our goal, it was, our goal has been very clear this uh, throughout this entire year. Because um, at the beginning, like before we even started scrim, I told the team, like guys, our goal is to make PCS. So that that, that automatically means top two, right? Mm -hmm. We achieved that goal. Now coming to split two, our goal we got an upgrade in in Arkia in support. So I told the boys, so guys, we've made PCS. Our goal is we have two goals now actually. One is to win LCO, hmm. and two is to do well in PCS. So a lot of the scrims, a lot of the performance is actually just based on like how well can we perform in PCS at this stage, right? So in scrims, even though sometimes we win, I would actually just scold the boys. I would be like, guys, like I know we win, but this was such a messy game that mm. if we play something like this in PCS, we'll just get mm. shit on. You'll just right? get clapped. Is, yeah, yeah, we'll just get clapped. I mean, it's a, it's a harsh reality, right? Like, both Chiefs and us, um, I mean, that's the team that I expect you know, to make PCS by the end of the split, but mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I mean, we can be dominant lo uh, in, in LCR, right, locally, but if we don't step up our gameplay, if we don't be dominant, just like, straight up dominant, um, in LCO, we won't even stand a chance in, in PCS. So yeah, I'm worried about PCS as well, dude. Sorry to cut you off, Pike. Uh, I'm worried about LCO. I'm worried about LCS and PCS because the last showing, it really wasn't the greatest. And yeah, I'm just, no. I'm feeling, especially at the end of this year, I know there's more chances for us to get in, but 
Oh, man, I don't know. Just going on. What do you guys say? How do you think locally that, even if it's not you guys, maybe Chiefs as well, do you think we can like actually show up a little bit better? Was it a wake-up call kind of thing? I think I, I think if Chiefs and us go again, we'll do better. I'm not sure if other teams go, uh, just because I think a lot of the players, like even ourselves included, because um, well, I'm currently in Hong Kong, so mm. I, I kind of do a little bit of like amateur or like just private coaching um, with the players, like with um, upcoming players here in Southeast Asia. And that's where I got a lot of information on like the relative strength, right, between regions. And throughout the split one, I, I, told, I was telling my boys, like guys, like PCS is way, way stronger than LCO. And I think the boys didn't really think about it that much just because, oh, guys, like, it's we're LCO and we historically has been doing okay. Like, obviously, ignore the whole Order 06 thing. That yeah. never happened, all right? Until then, <laughs> yep. That never happened. But, um, <laughs> hey, like, you know, historically, we've been doing fine. Like, surely we'll be fine in PCS. Like, at least we'll get a couple series down, right? Um. But yeah, and, and then when we get to PCS, um, the moment we started scrimming, because like we weren't even scrimming, you know, the actual top teams in PCS, mm. in LPL, or like VCS and stuff. We were just scrimming like middle of the pack PCS, uh, VCS Yeah, Benvy was telling us that. Yeah. Exactly, right? And, and then we're getting shit on, like, frankly speaking, we're just getting shit on. <laughs> and we're like, see guys, I, I told you, you know, it, PCS is going to be way, way harder than, mm. than you guys expected. And so I think it's a huge wake-up call for both Chiefs and us. We're, we're like, all right, so here's the deal. Uh, there is a bit of a gap. When we get to PCS, you know, we'll just try to do the best we can, uh, but don't have our hopes up. Yeah. So what are you guys doing, I guess, as a team then to to sort of step up your gameplay? Like, you know, you know you're already at the top of LCO. You already know you're feeling good. How are you now trying to get into the same ballpark as PCS and even other regions like um, LEC and all that sort of stuff as well? Yeah, I mean, one of the that's all, one of the biggest reasons why we um, bring in Akia at the beginning of the split, right? Mm. Because uh, what Daysa showed us in split one is that they look at the game very differently mm. um, to LCO players. There was a lot of things that, you know, I kind of learned overseas, you know, just being in, playing in Taiwan region, China, like, server mm. and stuff. But I can't really convey it to the players as well. Um, be just mostly because I don't play the game. I, I, I'm not physically in the game, right? It's mm. hard for yeah. me to be like, even as a coach, right? Even as a coach that I've been coaching for, what, six, seven years? It's hard. Like, this is one of the biggest challenges because I'm watching Spectate. So I'm watching both sides' perspective. So it's it's easy for me to say that, hey, you should have done this, should have done that, because the other team couldn't respond. But like inside the game, you sometimes players just don't see it. Yeah, you're thinking right. like completely differently. Yeah, exactly. So what so, do you mean like they think different to the uh, OC players, so to say? Um, so like mentally? Um mentally, I mean, yes, they're a lot strict. They're a lot more strict because in Korea, like there's just so much competition, right? I think Daysa told me, like, if you're not getting if you're not picked up by an LCK team to be like a train trainee sort of player, like trainee academy player, by 14 or 15 year old, you're gone. Oh wow. wow. Whoa, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like you there's just like almost no chance for you for you to get into LCK. Um I think that's speaking from his role like in mid lane because mid lane is very yeah. stacked in LCK. But uh even Akia, I think Akia, um because I was asking Daysa, because Akia and Daysa were were friends. 
Mm. So I was like, why didn't Akia keep playing? Because Akia was on Genji Academy uh, yeah. last year. So um, Desa told me, like, Akia was originally going to sign with um, Genji again, but then Genji just didn't renew his contract because they said that he's getting too old. Man. Just, wow. just, just as a note, like, I'm pretty sure Akia is just 22, 23. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I'm 27, and they're I'm just 20... like this kid too old. I'm 29. Bro. <laughs> I'm 29, man. Uh, but yeah, so apparently, like, they're just getting too old. So like, Akia, they they just dropped Akia because he's too old. I guess it makes sense because by the time Akia makes it to LCK, right, in in a year or two, assuming he can, mm. um, then he he probably have like one or two years before he had to go to military uh, military service in Korea. Oh right, I completely yeah. forgot yes. that. That's why. So probably, that's like the yeah. hard gate. Yeah, yeah. That that's like what is um limiting the players um age. You know when they get when they can get to LCK. So that's I mean I can understand Genji's decision in that, but hey, we we got Akia because of that. Yeah, so, so that's why they think more happy. like strict in game because they want to make sure they're always doing the right thing. Exactly. Is, right? They don't is that super time. healthy for the team? Um. Yes and no. I think mm. yes, because that provides a lot of perspective, right? Like, it's like, hey, guys, like, this is the margin of error mm. from Korea, right? Like, if we want to improve ourselves, we should have this standard as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that helps a lot in terms of making the players discipline. It's sometimes bad mentally because, like, honestly, Western players are just not used to this. Like, mm. The way the way we're currently running things, we're similar. We're almost similar to like a military camp. We're just like, guys, this is shit. <laughs> all right, we go into a game. We go into a game. We have a script. All right, we're playing a like we're play, we're making one play into this play into this play. Now you fuck up something. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> no, it's swear as much as you want, man. Uh, swear you want. Yeah, it's like we we mess up something, and instantly we're just like, guys, the game is ruined. <laughs> GG FF. GG. No, not FF. We don't. We don't actually FF. All right. We don't actually FF. You're not allowed um, to, right? Um. Well, we're not allowed to on stage, but like teams do FF in scrims, but we rarely FF. So, um, usually when we have to FF, uh, the teams would ask me first, and I was like yes or no, and then we ask the other team. But like sometimes, you know, I would get teams that just all share GG and they just leave the game. That's that's when it pisses it pisses the Koreans off most of the time. Not FFing. FFing. Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. it'd be the other way. No. In so, solo um, queue, they're like, oh, one mistake, uh, next. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in Korea, yeah, that, that is the case. But for them, I think um, their perspective is like, all right, so we've been... This is a scrim game. We drafted mm. something. Uh, most of the time, right, like when, when things go horribly, horribly wrong, it's because maybe we're cooking up some level one shenanigans. Maybe we have like a secret counterpick, etc. And so that just breaks open the game in the fight, like first five, five, ten minutes, right? And then teams mm. wanted to FF. The Koreans get oh, that'd pissed be rude. because yeah. yeah, the Koreans get pissed because they were like, "Hey, we're trying things in scrims, and you're not letting us play out the entire game." Mm. Yeah. So that gets them really, really pissed. Um, yeah, we actually had a few conflicts uh, between like teams and stuff because of that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so are you guys oh, scrimming like um, LCK like Korean teams at the moment? Like, are you guys jumping servers? No, no. We're not. Um, I think the only area where you can scrim overseas is Perth. Uh, yeah. Just because the ping is slightly lower. Even then, like with Perth, you can at most scrim on Singapore server, which is probably around 100 ping. Yeah. No, that's what yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. It's horrible. Yeah. 
Uh, to bring it back, uh, you said bringing in the new support helped um, yeah. because his brain is different to how the Aussies are. Uh, what what are the differences there? Like you said, strict and more disciplined. What else? Yeah, I mean, they also they also see more like variations in game, like on how the game could be played. So like, I could give them one scenario. Say like Baron contest or something like that, right? Yeah. A lot of the OC player would just say that okay, we're either hitting Baron or we're like we're hitting Baron um, so that we can just burst out a Baron and leave, or we're hitting Baron so that we can turn. Yeah, mm. like they probably just see like the two plays, like the two most obvious plays, and then the Koreans probably just gonna bring bring up like guys that like, we don't even have to do this, right? Just deny vision. We can play for flanks. We could just do a lot of things. Like we bait them in. We could just reset. They they wouldn't even know. We get a tempo reset from uh, from that. Like they see a lot more. Just so many more variations on one play than the OC players. Um, and this is like one of the major reasons why um, we wanted to bring in another import. You know, coming to split two, yeah. uh, because like Jim, like Jimmy Young, um, I, I call him Jimmy Young, so it's Desa. He already mm. sees so many things, right? And then Akia, bringing in Akia as well, he also offers more perspective because, um, as a support player, you know, all you all you do is literally just watch the map, right? Like you, yeah. you basically yeah. just look at the map, see what play you can make, and and honestly. Aki has been very helpful in terms of like identifying plays. He's also a little bit more mature than Desa. Desa is like 19, 20 year old, if I remember mm. correctly. Um, so he's a little bit more mature. He brings a um, a very um, refined perspective of the game. So it's like, okay, like you can do this, but after doing this, you have to, you know, compensate and and do something else. Whereas like Data is more like you need to do this, this, and this, or the game. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got solo cube brain, dude. <laughs> Legit, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, really interesting. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Kovi. Do you do you no, think? Man, um, do you think um, Daystar and sort of Akia sort of bring a bit more do they have a bit more control i guess over the other players like why not and all that do they do they sort of take the charge a little bit more um or is it sort of a bit more shared who's like your shot caller i guess um in terms of shot caller i think we the ultimate like let me think let me think how how how, how should i word this what's the chain like, of command the ultimate yeah like the the ultimate goal is to have raz like why not to be the shot caller yeah but mm. i think um, I mean, I think Raz is a great player, but he sometimes like his understanding of the game is still a bit, little bit lacking. Obviously, it's relative, right? Like it's mm. relative to Koreans, it's a little bit lacking in terms of OCE shot calling. He's probably one of the best players mm. um, on the server. So, um, and both Daysan and Aki are not like the type of players that would like actively shot call a huge yeah. amount. Like they see a lot of things, but they're more like follow the call right like if Raz calls something they'll say yes go or no don't go and okay. Akia, yeah, okay. if he needs to step up he will step up step up as well but um i think like what Akia wants is like he he wants Raz to improve a lot more because uh Raz, you know being a jungler mm. having the jungler to be able to short call is is just massive because yeah, yeah well i mean he's focused on the map yeah exactly right so um Akia will step up like in game day i think Akia speaks a lot like, mm. I, I went mm. through some of our uh, previous like comms and stuff Akia speaks a lot um and he sees a lot of like different plays you know sometimes a player just shows up for like a point one second you know just slightly touch the, the the brim of the ward and he'll be like guys someone's there just be careful yeah. um but yeah i think um so ideally in an ideal world it's rest like why not shot calling and then 
Akia and Desa assisting with the shot call, with the calls, like sort of like making refinements, adjustments. Uh, yeah. But at the moment, we have basically like a dual shot call system with Akia and Raz both calling for plays and stuff. That's pretty good. That's I, awesome. Coming in, uh, Akia, I really wanted to like talk to you about how'd you go with uh, scouting for someone else uh, on the on the team? If it wasn't for like OC or somewhere else, how did you go just finding someone or did you have him in mind already? Well, I think I do things differently, like between like local scouting and international scouting. So like yep. international scouting for players who have already played in other regions, then it's kind of easy to watch their VODs, you know, DM their coaches and stuff. So like we've actually looked at other Korean players. We've actually looked at other PCS players and stuff. And most of the time I just go through the VODs. I find their solo queue account. I go through like their solo queue VODs as well. Um, just to see how they play, you know, like how many, how much information they can take in, um, etc. And then I would sort of DM the coach, like the previous coach. I would be like, hey, um, I'm the coach from Team Bliss. We're interested in this player. What are, what are your thoughts on, on, on them, right? Yeah, like um, how is it to work with them and stuff? Are they coachable? Yeah. It's like, are they, are they coachable? You know, are, are they a tilter? You know, will they just randomly buy a ticket and just fly back to Korea? You, know? <laughs> you don't know sometimes, right? Um, mm. And... So that's a lot about the uh, the overseas scouting because like there's a very limited amount you can do because then like, you don't really have access to like local players right like if even if a Korean yeah. played in EU right you, I don't know any EU West or EU any players I can't really DM them and be like hey do you know this guy right yeah true is yeah. this guy a tilter in solo queue like you just can't so um it's it's a lot based on um just word of mouth really. Uh, and for Desa and Akia, they haven't really played um, competitive. Like, they played in, I think, Tier 2 or Tier 3 competitions in Korea. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to actually get an information on them. So I, we kind of relied a lot of information from their agents. So, like, mm, okay. providing us votes, uh, providing, like, all the opinions you know, on who's better, who's worse. And I think Korea had a really, like well-built scouting system and like sort of like grading system as well mm. so they they actually gave us a lot of information on like you know what stays us personality like how well does he play or like you know at what level he plays at compared to you know other regions other players and then uh, in terms of local scouting i think that's a lot yeah, yeah local scouting it's just like yeah he's trash don't pick him up Oh, actually, in Korea they have like a like a whole profile yeah, of everything. Whole team. They're gonna have mug shots on there and everything as well. They'd be like, "Oh no, nah, he actually said this once, like two, three years ago. We've got the record of it." And O's, they're just like, "Nah, man, like, no, he's a dog." Yeah. It's, 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 either, it's either this guy is trash or two. This guy, so like you. this this guy is is not getting past behavior check. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the two, or, or most of the time. Nah, but for real though. Um, I always bring up like the um, Nathan's examples of Puma. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when I scouted him, this guy was he he was like a master player, like hundred two hundred LP ish, something like that, if I remember correctly. Love Puma. Um, yeah, I love him. Like he's a nice guy, he's a great guy. Um, he played with me in amateur. He was on my team. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. No, I actually I actually didn't. I actually don't know he played in amateur. To be honest, like it was, I was on what Gravitas back then. I have mm -hmm. no clue. I like, was struggling to find a roster. Um, and what I had to do is I literally just go down the solo queue letter one by one and identify all the players. Like, all right, first 50, like all the challenger players, most of them are probably just not going to happen because firstly, like Gravitas didn't have the best reputation. And secondly, like the first 50 players are usually already pro players. 
right? You could have just hired Corby, just... though. He was already a part of Gravitas. And bro, no like... shot. I was Diamond 4. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. So what I had to do back then was I had to, like, just log on to the client, scroll down, and kind of just camp the client 24-7 and be like, oh, my God, this guy is playing, and I just started spectating this guy. Yeah, OC yeah, wow. scouting 101. Yeah, it is kind of, I mean... I, I think other regions kind of do similar things, like the at the analysts, you know, the scouting staff do similar things. I just have to camp like live games. I just spectate, see what's going on because I think if it's not live game, you don't get to see all chat. So like, mm. you don't get to see people flame. <laughs> True. Mm. Wait, can you yeah. see that if you just spectate a live game? Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. That's you to, yeah, so good. You have to have chat yeah. turned on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna add so many people on Ladder now. Yeah. So you just, I just, I, I just camp. Like, I just, just camp all the players and see. Okay, they play. They usually play the game. You know, during these hours, I just log on during that hour. It, it took me an hour, like not an hour. It took me a month to like scout all the players. Um, and ended up with Puma. Um, I was like, that guy. This guy's like, okay, he's got a lot of fundamentals problems and stuff. But the guy actually played a decent. Like he, he can pilot the champion pretty decently. Man, he's got hands. Yeah, he's got hands. Got hands. Definitely, he's got hands. Got hands. I remember it, it was funny. It was funny because I was talking to my assistant coach back then, uh, which is Omo. He's mm-hmm. moved on to casting uh, Wild Rift. I think he casted Wild Rift finals or something like the like oh, World Championship wow. or something. But anyway, um, I was talking to Omo about that. I was like, hey, this guy actually looked decent. And then I was like, I sent him the game. I remember Omo told me, dude, this guy's playing Misfortune. <laughs> like, what he meant was like, how can a Misfortune be mechanical? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, the, the champion just press E and press R. And I was like, no, 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 just look at his gameplay. Like, his, his laning phase is actually doing fine and stuff. Like, given he was like a master, maybe GM player back then, it's like, he's actually playing decently. Mm. So we ended up signing him. And obviously, like, we all know, like, you know, he eventually won on order right yeah uh, won the LCA on order went to international again we don't speak of that international uh debut but, yeah what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> what, what am i talking about but yeah so um local scouting is a little bit more in depth compared to international scouting mm. and i think that's also something that like oc teams need to do a lot more about like well looking local... overseas no looking at local players because i genuinely think that like there are quite a few local players that still have the potential they're just not getting scouted properly or the other thing is like when they get into a team a lot of times they're just kind of neglect like being neglected right like obviously when you first get into lco like you're gonna suck okay on on that note on that note then i want to bring up just a slight point a little bit of a divergent do you think os needs a like an ocs level tier bracket Oh, sure. players oh, up and shit, yeah, dude. Well, I know I've been I've been sort of sort of I'm 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 in the MCOM one at the moment, Calvin, which is like basically yeah. like the best example of like challenger grandmaster players and stuff. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm on, I'm just like, oh, so LCO, when are we doing this? Every every time I'm casting, Look, every time if, without if, fault. If you guys ever talk to Brendy and Edge, so um, the Bliss management. Ask them, like, how many times I've asked them that is LCO making another new OCS tournament? Like, probably once every month, I would just DM them, like, guys, are we? Is this happening? Is this happening? Please make this happen. Yeah, why not, though? Like, I can tell you why. I can tell you why, because I know the answer, and I can tell you why we might be getting it, but we probably won't be. Again, I didn't want to take us down this road because I'll die on this hill. Like the reason they got rid of it is because we didn't have the biggest pool of players, right? Yep. So at the end yep. they said, Ost doesn't have enough talent. We can't justify having it. So ESL got rid of it. Um, and now that LCO has taken off and is actually starting to improve as a region, we're actually starting to get talent in. 
they just didn't sign the contract initially for the big like two three year contract that they had right. to have it so next year their contract is up which means esl yeah. could either renew or update their contract which we're hoping means ocs could become a thing at the same time if we get orgs or at least teams that are currently in the lco there is literally nothing stopping them from running their own so training grounds all that sort of stuff you technically have the rights to do that there's nothing about gatekeeping those players it's organizing it so it's like yeah. there you go that's my two cents no i mean i i appreciate like chiefs doing the scouting ground things at the beginning of the year right i think that was really mm. helpful you know that they kind of gave a lot of players a glimmer of hope you know that's oh, good fun yeah know, this you know that we, we might actually finally have a pathway to professional again uh in oceania because again like i agree with the lco that we probably won't have the talent pool for like a 10 team 12 team format like we yeah. used to have but you know maybe it's just a tiny tiny tournament like six six team 18 yeah. like that yeah i mean that that's completely viable right yeah and, and i think that would let us scout a lot more players that would ease up a lot of like our time to scout players at, yeah. like in the off season that's yep, yeah it's literally just gives players a platform to show off yeah. like what mm. they've got Instead of having to go to the top 50 players on the ladder <laughs> yeah. and watch all their solo games. <laughs> man. That's literally what happened to Chirp, though, if I can put that in. Like, Chirp only just got picked up for Vertex. He's mm -hmm. been at, like, the top tier of all amateur tournaments for the last year and a half plus. Yeah, no. And now he's in a top sure, team. He's like, yeah, it's, it works. It's just a little bit of tidbit, I think, because I, I watched that episode. I know that. Um, we helped Vertex a little bit with their roster because... Yeah we we know like you know how short of a time frame they have just to get everything together right mm. so we just offered some help and and yeah i mean we, we told them it's like hey if you don't know who to pick up in mid lane try chirp yeah because really? this guy like he, he has been at the top of the amateur tournaments for for quite a while and i think the guy probably deserves a chance um to get into yeah, for sure. opl or not opl why did i say opl it's lco <laughs> um yeah, I mean, tell tell you. What do you guys, think I'm of Vertex? Man. Uh, what I think of Vertex, I yeah. think they actually have a decent roster. I think the their current standing doesn't reflect the ceiling of this team. Yeah, that's I would say. Yep. I think um they they definitely deserve a little bit more win, uh, a few more wins maybe here and there, uh but I think they're. Where would you place them? Power ranking. Oh, Ooh. I actually did that in one of I mean, in my only co-stream this split so far. I place them sixth. So my nice. power ranking is obviously Bliss first. Yep. Bliss yeah, highest. of course. Yeah, oh, up. what? <laughs> no shot. Sure. Wow, that's crazy. Bliss <laughs> <laughs> up, Bliss up. Holy shit. Um, Chief second. Yep. My third is... I'm not sure what I uh, what I ranked in, in the co-stream, in my co-stream, but now, like, with more information, I think the third place should be Mammoth. I was just oh, thinking whoa. that. Yep, yep, I was thinking that. Mammoth. Pentanet, Dire Wolves. Yep. And then Vertex. GZ. I'm missing. I'm missing one team. Yes, Vertex, GZ, Kanga. Oh man. So you I started at the yeah. same time as GZ. What do you think? Uh, how are they going? What do you think of them? How are they going. Um, yeah. I feel like GZ again. They, every single split, I think they have the potential to be to reach a little higher, mm. but I feel like they don't have much direction. Like, I might be very blunt here and. <laughs> Jesus, Where we want that? I'm kind of baiting. That's all. I'm yeah. baiting these <laughs> questions. This guy, man. This guy's baiting me so much. Um, 
Hey, but I mean, you, you know came what? first, they didn't. What up? <laughs> I, I, look, I've flamed so many people in my co-stream for the past two years, like last year and, and this year. Yeah. Honestly speaking, I don't care. Well, I care, but I don't care. <laughs> so like, I mean, hey, last year when, when, I, when I didn't have a team in, in Split 1, I just co-streamed every single like week of LCO and I just started shooting on Split 1. <laughs> <laughs> actually... <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually got that actually got like quite a few like pro players and like coaches and stuff tune in I, especially <laughs> I, re I remember like the entire Kanga roster in split one not an entire actually like half the Kanga roster um actually tune into to my toy stream after their games just to see me like just to see my opinion on stuff it was actually <laughs> hilarious it was funny that's awesome uh, but yeah i've been shooting on people for like the past two years um i don't know why but hey you've earned the right, right. You've earned the right. Dude, no, like... it's how you became a coach. It's in yeah. your blood. Yeah, <laughs> blaming people's in your blood. <laughs> yeah. But like the way the way I look at GZ is that like I feel like they haven't found their identity just yet. Like they they are a little bit lost at the moment. I feel like they try different style like week by week, mm. and they never really settled on you know how they wanted to play the game. And yeah. originally, I actually rated GZ a little higher, like before we even scrimmed uh, Split Two. At first, I thought GZ is gonna like make playoffs. Now, what I mean by that is being top five because I didn't know the format at first. So mm, I was like, yeah. GZ should be able to make playoffs coming this split because they they didn't make any roster change or like barely made any roster change because mm. obviously Dante and Hooper or Aiko, they they're pretty much the same players. Like the way they play the game is, is very similar. So like I would expect GZ to play a lot better. But then we started scrimming. I started seeing the stage games. I was like, all right, so. Split two GZ is equal to split one GZ, which is equals to no identity GZ. So, I think that's the biggest problem at the moment. And hey, what do you rate Hooper's name? <laughs> New name. Uh, I like Hooper a lot, man. Look, like I got information I, on that. I am a big fan of Pokemon. I know his name is not related in any way or form to like Hooper the Pokemon, but mm. he name changed. So no. Yeah. He, he changed his name because there was already another like pro player or something out there in another region named Hooper. And oh, really? Yeah, and he technically, I think it was something along that line or a streamer or something like that. And he took that name initially because he's just like, I just like the guy. So I'm going to take his name for a bit. Oh, so he's going in. He literally said it on the LCO tonight. Did you guys not watch the pre-show? No, I did oh, Okay, don't. that's fine. I he was being interviewed. Again, that's, they stole oh. fucking LCO bingo from me. I'm Whoa, pissed. I'm go. just going to take it. So he changed wow. to Echo, which means something like it's Japanese for like, at peace or some bullshit. I'm just like, nah, man, you level oh. one everyone every fucking time. Don't say you're at peace. <laughs> Shut up, man. Game. You literally coin flip level one. Don't talk to me. No, so no, it's no, like maybe, something maybe like that. Meant, maybe what he meant was he's going to fight level one and he's going to die in peace. <laughs> mm. or, or his opponent's going to die in peace. Yeah, either or. Either I think or. he's still a good player. Again, I was casting his games when he was in the amateur sort of stuff too. And I was just like, he's got so much potential. But again, I won't. Yeah. I won't talk too much about that because i want to talk to you more <laughs> um but yeah so i think name change fair enough um right. just don't steal people's names be original don't steal people's names yeah well, hey, I mean, Calvin I think... D. sorry man you sorry. go i mean i think i think like some of the players had to like add numbers behind the name because yeah their name's stolen right blue had to Hooper one, Hooper <laughs> one. <laughs> it, was, it was one blue it was one blue from kanga oh yeah yeah, yeah because blue blue is already taken I mean, not surprised. It's, it's such a common name, right? Yeah. 
Um, and boy, I suspect, I suspect Rosie, like name changing to Rosie Five, might be also might also be because uh, Rosie's taken. Well, he was initially mm. Rosie. Like he's been Rosie since the fucking dawn of yeah, time. But then, but then he's his he went inactive, right? So his yeah. name is up for grabs. That's true. Yeah. Didn't okay. Gave up. Yeah, went to WoW. Time, man. Big Sag. Yeah. Um. So okay, I, I guess we sort of touched on a little bit. I, I guess I want to talk about what team do you think has the best potential this split? Like you sort of dove a bit, but 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 also what team has the most potential but is also shitting the bed? I think you said Vertex. Oh. Well, I mean, I think Vertex deserve a lot higher, but then in terms of a lot higher, I would say, I would say like fifth maybe. Hmm. I mean that's a lot, you know, compared yeah. to what where they are right now. But like, mm. I think the team that's actually like really underperforming, actually, up until this week, up until, up until this week is is Pentanet. Yeah, yeah. So like, week, this week they did seem good, but I kind yeah, of agree. The big yeah, Chiefs. I, I think like this is this is where they should be. Like beating, taking games of Chiefs, taking games of us, etc. I mm. think this is where Pentanet should have been. Um, not sure what the internals like. Not not exactly sure. Like you know how they function and stuff, but I genuinely think that they they them as a team should mm. be way, way better than what they currently where they're currently sitting, like fifth place or something. Mm. Yeah. Like they really should be like top three, you know, amongst us and, and Do I have them power ranked at three? Yeah, mm. but that's also because I have like scrim information and you know just watching stage games and stuff. So mm. yeah. Are you gonna start sending that to us? Yeah, be our inside informant. Damn it, <laughs> Calvin's Calvin's a leaky boat. Give us some screw info. I I have uh, I've leaked too many things. I'm not leaking anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about you know, like yelling at people on Twitter for just not being on like yeah, cancelling screws and stuff? Legit, legit. I mean, who was that? That, that was annoying. That was. I mean, oh, hey, that if, was you funny. Dig, if you dig deeper under that thread, you would know who. who. Yeah, we know who it is. I just want you to say it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I promise. Okay, how's this, Calvin? How's this? I promise I'll bleep it out. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you just yep, won't. Yep. You just won't <laughs> bleep it out. This is exactly what... It, who did I do this to? I did this, I did this to... Um, to the vertex uh he's no longer with them who uh, was it charisma, uh, charisma. yeah i did yeah. it to charisma i was like oh charisma just tell us your thing i won't upload it early yeah, I and i, I winked and i winked yeah. at the camera and then i literally just did it to you then being like oh just tell us and i winked at the camera again so i think that's my tell <laughs> uh, but no i, yeah, I no. honored my word there yeah so i think i mean that team it's the second time they did that to me that's why that's why i was so pissed yeah oh, fair man. enough yeah. who's your main rival in the lco do you guys think cheese it's yeah, cheese. yeah, it's it's on and off the rift, to be honest. Off the well, I mean, rift, you're doing the Westfield the thing with them. My staff is, my management is, not us. Okay, oh, my you're not. Is, I'm not. Yeah, but you're like best friends now. Yeah, you're all best <laughs> friends. Do the Westfield thing now. together. <laughs> <laughs> they they are best friends, right? They are best friends. We I'm not sure about my players and and their players, right? But no, oh, true, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, that we, would we be. We had some beef. We had some beef, right, on Twitter. Actually, I see. Um, yeah. I saw that beef. <laughs> some good beef. Like, there's a lot of banter coming oh, out God. of some players. I know. Yeah. Why not? Loves the loves a good chatter. Yeah, Aladoric yeah. loves a good, yeah, good little fight last, back. Last bit, last bit with Benji as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, I think. Um, I mean, it's nothing too serious in my opinion. Um, oh, it's good. It's healthy. Bit, yeah, but um, yeah. I Can mean, we make it worse. Chiefs and us, we, we're like so similar, so different, right? Like both top two teams. 
we're both Brisbane based and but, our management are friends with each other. So like there's like a lot of things in common that we have, but then we're just rivals. Yeah. Right? We also scrim each other the most. Like last yeah. split, I think Chiefs scrim like I don't know, like three times more than the, the second team that we scrim the most. So yeah, it's we have like insane amount of scrims uh played against Chiefs. Um and yeah, I mean, yeah, just just rivals. Good. I like it. I like rivals. Yeah. You, like couldn't I say, picked, uh, you couldn't pick a tier two team or like low, someone lower on the on the bracket, like bracket, could you? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's also just because we we just play them so much. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. I know. Actually, like... the thing is just like, who's your rival? Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. I look at my schedule. And it's like Chiefs, 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 and I'm like, at, at one point, I had to tell my manager. I was like, hey, look, I appreciate us booking Chiefs scrims. But stop screaming with them every single day because. Oh, right. And you helpful. played them too for like six yes. months straight. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, I'd wake up and I'm like, oh, guys, it's another uh, Chief Scrim. And then yeah. I go to bed. Guys, remember, tomorrow we have another Chief Scrims. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's good Scrims. Like, it's good learning. But at the same time, like, it, it gets boring. You know? I think the hard part about True. that is if you're versing, and I know you probably are screaming other teams, but like versing the same yep. team over and over and over again, you're not learning anything new about the other teams. You're just learning about that yeah. one team. I mean, like, the funny thing is, right? The funny thing is, right? If you look at LCO, like how teams draft and stuff, you can kind of like see how, like which team is, has been screaming which teams because Cheese and us mm. draft so similarly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like the Maokai priority, you know, we have like the Gragas counter into Rel and a lot more that I won't say, but you know, mm -hmm. these are just what's been revealed. And then Can we have one more. Things. Actually, this is just for my own knowledge. Cause I want to start <laughs> yeah, taking okay. this in one more, one more, even a shitty one Oh no. or one three more? good ones. Well, let's go with three um, good ones. Not really. I mean, Pentanet mm. first picking Rel kind of saying something because I know, yeah. I know another team that also does that. I'm not going to say it because their team hasn't done it on stage just yet. Okay. But um, yeah. Oh, that's all I, mean, I, I want. That. That's perfect. Yeah. That's small. I'll take yeah. it. Thank you. But like, there's like a lot of like little things that sort of hint that, okay, this team has been scrimming some mm. other team. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just so obvious that, you know, Chiefs and us kind of, we're just so similar. Mm. Yeah. Is that well, bad though? Moving into like like PCS, so you guys are. Uh, I'm just gonna. Well, just from the the hypothetical, which is very much true. You guys are going to PCS. You're both playing so yeah. identical. What is going to make you different to Chiefs in a PCS stage? Oh, I actually think that we don't play similarly. Like a okay. game understanding is similar, a draft kind of similar, uh, but when we get into the game, we play very very differently. I think. Hmm. I think Chiefs they punish mistakes a lot more than we do. Whereas mm. we are uh, a lot more about playing the correct macro, you know, choking people off, making them suffocate, denying resources and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's also one of the reasons why we have that freaking thirty-minute game against Vertex when we're already 10, 15 k gold up, right? Like, yeah, yeah just close it Come out. Come on, already. guys! Like, guys, you guys, yeah, like, I, I'm pretty sure one, like, someone from my team is going to watch this podcast. Like, please, just end the game fast. <laughs> Like, Pretty sure I was screaming that at the TV too. I was I was watching that be just like, why the fuck was, have they not ended? I was in the staff chat in Tim uh, in Timberless with like four or five staff members, and I was literally saying, "Guys, what are we doing? <laughs> like, we're literally gonna get fined, all right? If we don't finish the game in the next five minutes, we're gonna get fined." <laughs> you get fined for having long games? No, 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 no. Is that it's, just a meme uh, in house? It, no, no, it's a reference to the uh, the Chiefs Mammoth thing. 
All oh, right. Where, yeah, yeah, where Cheese refused to to end the game against Mammoth, right? Like I was like, guys, if we don't end the yeah. game, we're gonna get fired. Please, <laughs> just this end is the game. Yes. <laughs> That's actually if more... I can sort of take the conversation to a different thing. Do you think there's a bit more attitude than you'd maybe notice there to other regions? I feel like Os. We're starting to build an identity properly as a region now that we're sort of forming a strong basis. Do you think there's a bit more attitude? Like, not closing out a game, the Chiefs to Mammoth, that felt oh, no. like a bit of a gut punch, right? Like, you could sort of feel it, and you're yeah. sort of like, hmm. Do you think there's a little bit more of that coming out? Is this a bit more of a competitive edge we can expect to see more of? Not really, to be honest. I think okay. OC is still in, like, very, very basic... um, Like, very early stage of identity developing. Like, developing... Mm. I think we have obviously we have our identity within the region. Like overall, everyone kind of prefers team fighting front to back. You know, five v five, all the brawling and stuff, chaotic gameplay. Uh, but I think that's just like the basic. Like I think mm. we we as a region need to expand further into that. For mm. example, like if we if we do decide, you know, as a region that this is our identity, we need to like sort of understand how we can win games when the other team isn't playing that identity, right? Like, for example, LEC, they have a lot of random picks, right? Like, they innovated... I mean, back in the days, they innovated, like, pipe top lane, pipe mid lane. Mm -hmm. And now they have, like... They, they, they're also, like, the team that picks Irelia, like, Lighter. They have Adam that picks Darius top lane, right? And I think their region is really good at making really unexpected plays. I mean, they invented that freaking Scion Red Side that kind of made OC's script yeah. so goddamn chaotic. Yes, like, a lot of teams have been trying that with very, like, with a varied amount of success because it's such a, it's such a weird play. Like, LEC always creates these, like, random plays. I mean, <laughs> even Lane Swap back in 20, what, 2018? It's also from, from the LEC, right? Mm. Or, or EU LCS back then. Um, but they're just so good at it. Like, they would bring up that strategy on stage with probably, like, a couple of games of practice, and then they're just going to pull it off, and then teams started actually playing into it. Because, like, in OC, right, in other regions, they would, just, they would be like, oh, Red Star Science is a thing. Let's just ban that champion and just, you know, dealt with it once and for all. In LC, they're just like, bring it on, man. Like, if you're going to do that, we're going to count. We're, we're going to find a counter. <laughs> we're going to do this. Yeah, exactly, right? And I think OC needs to needs to do something like that too. Like, yeah. not, like not really innovating new picks and stuff. Like, I don't really care about that. Like, if you want to, go for it. I, I tell my boys as well, like, if you want to try new picks, go for it. That's why we have, like, the Rengar pick. That's why I have... Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what picks we have on our... We've played on stage. Like, we have the Fiora pick, etc. Uh, Gregor support and stuff. I'm all for innovating picks, but I'm also like all for the region developing their identity like further, right? Like if you're going five for five v five, try a new angle. Like how do we mm. play this five v five better? You know, how do we deal with teams that flanks? How how do we deal with teams that split push? Um, but yeah, I think I think right now OC we just need to develop our identity further, and we're mm. still in like the infancy period. Yeah, good, good question, Pike. Awesome. Hey, yeah, I'm not just a good looking oh, face. A good guy. You actually did something. <laughs> That's probably what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, More of a serious question. Uh, all, all, I can see, what? All, all, all I can see is Corby's face, right? He, when he says, good job, Pike, it's just like, yeah, you're finally useful for once. I'm putting words in his mouth. I'm putting words in his mouth. But you look at his face, you look at him, it's like, good job, good job. Bitch, this well, interview is over. Not, I was being not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what, uh, am I doing? what am I doing? Damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> the shade. Oh. Let's uh, okay. let's uh, bring a more serious question now. Do you have yep. a coaching role model? Someone you looked up to? Ooh. Um, Koma. T one. Who? SKT? Koma. Oh right, yeah. Koma. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the Korean is like called Koma or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't speak Korean, right? I don't know. But um, Koma, in in English, more like the English way of speaking, uh, telling his name, saying his name. Uh, I think. He is. He has been my like role model for for years. I mean, my team would know I'm a huge T1 fan. Mm. I'm a huge Faker fan. I'm a huge Koma fan. Like you can, I'm a big Faker fan. You can too. say you can say I'm a generic person or whatever. But hey, I've watched esports since season two, right? Like when yeah. Faker and Koma came in season three, I was like, holy shit, this team is insane. Bro, it's um, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, it is ten years ago. Right? <laughs> it is ten years ago. Like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, I mean. I always try to like you know do a lot of research on you know, how Korean coaches do their coaching. You know how do they improve and stuff. Um, their system actually changed a lot over the years. Even like Southeast Asia, China, like they all they're all like quite heavily influenced by the early LCK coaching. Um, you know, just like how all the all the standards and stuff. And I think at one point, like OC have a pretty strict standard, but then until the uh, the all like the the any imports thing happened, mm. right? All mm. the all the veterans kind of just left, right? And now we're kind of just rebuilding the region at the moment, and reestablishing all the discipline, reestablishing all the standards. Um, but yeah, Coma, he's he's my role model. Yeah, nice. Um, now we do probably need to end it up fairly soon. Now I'm gonna finish off. Heather, unless Corby, do you have any more questions you'd like to ask? I have a million questions too, but we can wrap it whenever. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so my final question, and I like to throw yeah, yeah. random questions at people. So um, I'm just That's trying to look right. it up. Who who is the current coach of Chiefs? Is it Babib? Is he back to coaching? It's Babib and Jalal. I think Jalal is the main coach. Okay, who's your assistant coach? The my assistant coach. Mm. My assistant coach is uh, Bloodline. Okay, if you and... two had to verse the Chiefs coaches in a fist fight, who do you think would oh, win? <laughs> uh, well, like oh, this has been starting beef on twitter now like i want you to be like my dad honest. can beat up your dad. yeah that's exactly what i wanted to be who do you think's gonna this win guy, pike is just copying the lco yesterday you know that that was a question that was, the was it question yesterday yeah oh well then i changed up my question junglers. i didn't realize i was genuinely just like oh. the junglers, like who would you fist fight in in the same role oh <laughs> and and ras picked ras picked gooby because um because he says that's a, like he's the only person that he might stand a chance. <laughs> that's what he said. I remember. Um, maybe it's true, but hey. So okay, um, do you think you could beat them or not? Do I? The two v two. Two v two. It's not the two v two v two v two map coming out yet, but it's. That map is exciting, but I don't think so. Actually, <laughs> don't I don't think. Good. I think they they. I mean, Bubba is hell at all, no. I've met that he's, he's not that tall. He's not really. He's not that tall. I mean, he he seems super tall. To be fair, me and Corby are both very tall. So a lot of people are very short yeah, to us. Well, I, I'm not that tall. All right, I'm just one seventy six cm. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, one. I'm one eighty five. That's not I'm bad. Pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I, we, I'm definitely losing to you then in the fist fight. But uh, no, uh, I think one ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm trying to hit you. 
Corby's just gonna be that guy and put his hand on like your head, and you're gonna yeah, be doing yeah, yeah, yeah. like in your arms, and Corby's like, "What are you doing, boy?" Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Now I think uh, we like Bloodline, and I am more of like a just you know prefer staying at home, just chilling type of guy than, uh, than <laughs> actually even, fist fighting. So. Not even rocking up to the fight. <laughs> no, not even rocking up. You know, we're just we're just gonna sit there. Maybe instead of a camera, you know, like uh, hey guys, like let let's fist fight, you know, somewhere. And then we're just gonna like set the camera two hours in the finals, just go back home, and we just look at the camera. He's like, "Ha ha, this guy, he's he actually turned up." Ha ha, something like that. The mental warfare. Mental warfare. Yeah, last question. Last question. And quickly answer it. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who's brand new to coaching and wants to step it up, wants to get into it? Mm. All right. Uh, you have to do. A, I actually get asked this question so many times, like. It's a good one. Year and stuff. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. I think firstly, don't start off being like, don't start off looking for like head coach or anything. That's that's like the biggest mistake that you can make because, uh, I mean, when I started coaching right in in OCA, when I first stepped to head coach, honestly, I, <laughs> I asked for him. I asked for him to say have, quickly, quickly, quickly. And he's sorry. like, when OC no began. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but like, no, no, no. I had no clue. I genuinely had no clue what I'm doing. So like. My advice is just going to be find a coach that's willing to take you in as an assistant and just try learn from them. Like learn how they coach, like the methods they use, mm. how they analyze games, how they analyze the meta and start talking to players. You know, how do they understand the game? The more mm. perspective you get from coaches and players, it will make you a better coach. Good one, Calvin. Uh, beautiful. Almost as I'll if he's been asked that question a billion times. Five billion times. It's the classic. You it's have to hit him with it. It is the classic. <laughs> well, it does wrap it up for us, uh, Calvin. Thank you so much for coming on to the Two Summoners podcast, man. It's been an absolute pleasure, even though you, you literally tore my heart out, <laughs> just ripping into me. I was like, fuck, man. Who who comes onto someone's show and it's just like, you know what? I'm going to just fucking insult the host. Like, yeah, let's just, yeah, here we just go. make him feel. I'm just going to create conflict, you know, create chaos. You know what? Wait for DreamHack, buddy. Yeah, man, that, that fist fight, that was, a, that was a subtle question about you and me in the parking lot. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Gavin. I enjoyed having you on, man. Yeah, you were nice man. to me. <laughs> You know what? You were still right, nice right. to me, minus that five still, minutes. Still, just just cut that five minute. Right? I promise you, cut. Nah, that man, five these minute. these go up raw as shit. <laughs> <laughs> People are just gonna watch it. Anyone on YouTube's just gonna see my face, just be like, "Fuck, man, yeah. I've been burnt <laughs> so hard." Yeah. I'm like, man, I might have red hair, but right. damn, that scorched my skin. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, thank you so much, man. Right. I'll let Corby wrap it up. All right, thanks everyone for joining. Uh, thanks, Calvin, again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Oh, yeah. That was great. How's it? See ya.